Hey, Young Life of Canada, Mike Manning here with Podcast 7, which I'm calling You Make the Call. I remember growing up as a kid watching NFL games. There'd be a mid-game feature sponsored by AT&T called You Make the Call, and they'd show a replay of a controversial play. And just before the ref made his call, you would have to guess the correct call. Then they'd go on to show you the correct call. Well, you know, making our call as, a, as in a donor follow-up call in this process that we're walking through together to see our mission succeed financially in the midst of this crisis. Maybe the, the scariest part of this whole process is the follow-up phone call. So I just wanted to give uh, some, some thoughts and maybe some, some uh, pro tips on how to make this process a little, a little uh, easier. I remember totally like being so scared as as a young guy calling up a girl like to ask for a date or something like that and it was so so scary but I had to fight through it and you couldn't get the joy uh experience the joy of a sort of having a positive conversation and maybe actually go, getting getting a date if you didn't fight through that fear and I've already heard great stories in our mission of people uh, making the, maybe fighting through fear, I don't know, but certainly making the follow-up phone calls and seeing God provide in amazing ways. So I just want to give some thoughts to help us have confidence as we f- face those fears. And, you know, we really need to start, uh, of course, by being prepared. I'm going to talk a bit more about that. But I want to talk about uh, or remind us that in TDS, I've said this on an earlier podcast, that TDS is bathed in prayer. We start and end in prayer. So we, want, we don't want to forget that that this is God's work. We are not random telemarketers selling trinkets, but we're calling on behalf of the king. This is God's kingdom work. He's going to provide. And so we need not fear. We start in prayer. We ask God's spirit to give us strength and wisdom, good listening ears to do a great job on these calls, to care for people, and then when appropriate, to ask for their support. So, you know, as I said, we're not calling random people. They're on our donor list for a reason. They're monthly supporters. They've given in the past. They presumably know and love us. So this is not a cold call, okay? Um, we have found ways, even if they're maybe not a terribly close relationship to whoever is making the call, although we want to be strategic in, in our committee meetings, we want to divide up our donor list, obviously, in terms of relationship, who knows who, and people who know people should be making those calls. But if there's certain donors that we don't know as well, it may feel a little bit more like a, a cold, cold call, but we want to find ways to warm those calls. We certainly want to say to warn the people that the call is coming. So we would have already done that through through the newsletter or some sort of an email going out with a uh, an area newsletter saying, hey, this is our goal. We need to raise you know $30,000 by June 30th. We'd love you to consider being a part of that. We will call uh, to follow up. But in those generic... Uh, non-personal emails. I think, uh, unfortunately, not everyone reads their email closely. Some people just skim stuff. We need to assume that maybe not necessarily everyone's read that carefully. So when I'm preparing for a follow-up phone call, I like to send a personal email a few days in advance saying, hey, we hope you got our newsletter, but just a reminder, we will be calling later this week to follow up and see if there's any way that you could uh, you know, consider supporting us and the good work we're doing in Young Life, uh, blah, 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 something like that. So a shorter personal email at the top of their inbox is much more likely to be seen and jogs their memory that, hey, a call's coming. 
and then they're more likely to respond. Maybe they'll say, hey, you know what? No worries. Don't worry about calling. We've already jumped online and, and thanks for the reminder. We just jumped on online and made a donation. Or maybe they'll respond saying, you know what, actually we're away this week, this time, this isn't good, good time to take a call, but how about next Thursday at one? So you'll get some intel and it'll help you break the ice for the call. Another little thing I like to do, if I know I have a cell number, I like to call, to text rather, a couple of five or 10 minutes in advance and say, hey, I was thinking of calling you this afternoon, maybe in the next 10 or 15 minutes. Would that work? And then boom, they're, they're, they're ready for the call. Then when we make the call, we want to have scripts ready to go. What do we do? What do we say if we go straight to voicemail? We want to be prepared for that. Um, if we do get a real live human on the end of the line, well, we need to we need to be ready for some small talk. If it's a relationship that someone we know reasonably well, we want to be ready with some sort of a specific question about how are their grandkids or something we know that's going on in their life that maybe they like to talk about. Just like a young life leader would love to get a kid talking about their their latest sport event or their favorite movie or whatever it might be. Um, so then we dive into some personal uh, conversation. Oh, I forgot to say, I like to start the conversation by saying, hey, is this an okay time to talk? That assumes, of course, we haven't, they haven't texted back saying, yeah, sure, now's a good time, obviously. I mean, uh, anyway, as we, as we have the small talk, we want to pick up on clues. We want to be good listeners. If they share something devastating going on in their lives, like they've lost their job or they've lost their business or something really tough going on in their lives, we want to be, be aware of that because that may affect whether we even want to make the ask or not because we do want to recognize these are tough times. Anyway, at a certain point, we will make a transition in the conversation to say, well, as I don't want to take too much of your time, but as you know, I'm part of the Young Life Committee. I'm calling on behalf of the local area. We're, doing, we're excited about blah, 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 have a story to tell. And then, you know, we do recognize these are tough times, but we're nearly at our goal. We wondered if you would be in a position to consider pushing, pushing us closer to the finish line, something like that. Anyway, I hope those thoughts are helpful. Remember, this is God's work. He's going to do it, but we have to be faithful, do his, do our part, start in prayer, end in prayer, give praise to God through this whole process. And now, like that old NFL promo, it's time for you to make the call. <laughs>